Kyrie Curving, aka uh, Lit Bron James, aka, aka um, it's March Madness. And to my left, my co-host. Hey niggas, it's your girl. <laughs> What's? Oh, you want some bullshit already today? Okay. No, I'm not. It's Stephanie. Hi everyone. Welcome to another daily, weekly dose of me talking myself out of bed. You say that like you give a fuck. <laughs> like I'm 95% sure you don't give a fuck no. Okay then. I used to care I don't care anymore uh, just, just, you, You're a natural antagonist You think so? Yes 100%. Apparently I'm Skip Bayless You are Skip Bayless you I, That sh- was a hot take That was Na- a bit aggressive I'm You are Skip Bayless You are See so, so So you're Skip Bayless As in you say shit That you know Is gonna get people riled up But nine to five niggas have a worse dick. Dick, you knew that was gonna get niggas fired up. I don't want to hear. Nobody it. say anything to me. Listen, they reported to me immediately. Was like, oh, this was like, oh, this chick tripping. She tripping, tripping. Tell them next time. Bring that energy over here. Oh, I will, and I, Faye will have no issues whatsoever bringing it to your dough. Nobody can tell me I didn't lie though. And I, I think a lot of think a lot of women can tell you that. They got good dick from a nine to five nigga. All right. Like what we not gonna do today is just is, is just expound on your fallacies and your aggressive ass theories that don't have a lot of basis in fact. Aggressive ass something you nine to fighters don't know. Listen, <laughs> I, listen. I know how God works, and I know how my God works. You can get your life fucked up. Keep by by somebody you least expecting it. Mm-hmm. Keep playing. <laughs> Keep playing. You gonna get your you gonna get your whole life fucked up, and you are gonna be like Calvin. You were right. Just just saying. Um, how was your weekend? It was cool. I only went out on Friday for Taylor's birthday, and I didn't get drunk. Whoop, whoop. I did have two shots, but I didn't get drunk, and that was the only drinks I had all weekend. So, um, Friday, stayed my stayed my black ass in the house. It's just not fun anymore. It's it's one of those things where it's like on Friday, like I could have like because people hit me up, I send people up like because I had a hell of a week, I had a hell of a Friday. So usually that leads to alcohol. <laughs> But again, we try we try to drink to make ourselves feel better, not just make ourselves feel quick, good. Quick question. All right, so I'm gonna go see Beyonce twice. <laughs> I'm already judging you, but before your question, continue. How much I should cap it at two hundred dollars for this second ticket, right? Yes. The fuck, like okay, capping it at. I was like, cause, cause if you see it, Beyonce twice, you're not paying it. You're not paying for both of them times. I know. I you. am. Oh, fuck out. I don't believe you. No, deadass. Nobody's paying for my tickets this time. I'm paying for my own tickets. My friends are. They're paying for them, so we have our seats together. And then I already coordinate the hotel for one. I got to coordinate the hotel for the other one. So Cleveland or where else? Cleveland and Nashville. Okay. Anyways, um. 
One in June, the second in July. I'm really good to go see Beyonce twice. <laughs> I'm so excited, guys. Um, Don't ask me to go anywhere else. My ever. summer is booked. No, the only other trip I really want to go is just go to Hawaii by myself before summer's over. And then I also want to go to um, Paris by myself for my birthday this year. But that's it. We'll get back to y'all be have ass niggas later in this, you in this episode. Hater. No, y'all are haters. The way y'all talked about Uncle Hove is fucking blasphemous. Is it? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm tired of talking about niggas and niggas being ancient. Like, I just don't have the energy anymore. Y'all are ancient. That's it. That's that's all I got. Oh, we're going to talk about Big Sean, too. Oh, (sighs) because y'all try to crucify my nigga. You're saying y'all, and I didn't say anything. First and foremost, you know how, listen. You said y'all, and we I just want you to know. We speak it to the public right now. Well, y'all sh- well, he's speaking into a mic because I didn't say anything because I thought it was stupid. Now, the only thing I did tweet, and my ex liked it, was keep your relationships private, peace and blessings. And I just wanted to be like, why did you do that, Sharon? <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's real. Um, um, but yeah, so my before we get, so yeah, my weekend. Cool, cordial. I mean, I, it was one of those things on Friday where, like, you could have, like, rallied and gone out, but you just like, why? Oh, eh. No, I'm tired of going out in Cincinnati. I'm tired of all you niggas in Cincinnati cheating on your significant others, and I'm so dead-ass serious when I say I'm going to start telling them. I got a story. This is funny. So this guy, like, maybe two weeks ago, a week ago, I don't know. I ignored it. Two weeks ago, because I was off. Yeah, yeah, two weeks ago was in my inbox on um wow that was typing that entire time was in my inbox on instagram talking about some um he was like yo like when you gonna come over and bring the brownies because jay made some brownies and i put it on my instagram story and like like back in january and he was like you should bring some over and i just ignored him back then so two weeks ago he hits me up and was like so when you gonna come over with them brownies this are you recording I think you are. Anyway, so he was like, so when you going to come over with them brownies? And I was like, um, I'm not because I didn't cook them the first time and I don't plan on cooking some now. He was like, well, you should just come over. I said, come over and do what? It's my favorite thing to ask, niggas. And he just left me on red. This past week, I got back on Instagram. He was in Paris with his girlfriend. Again, let's be real. Let's break this down. No, we're not breaking anything down. Because like that. This is one of those, at most, this is circumstantial evidence. At most, this is circumstantial evidence. At most. Mm -hmm. This would not stand up in a court of law. Mm -hmm. Would not. If I sent those DMs to his girlfriend, I'm sure it would stand up in an argument between them two. Not if he know how to argue. Whatever. (laughs) I'm just listening. Like, stay trash, be trash, whatever. It's not even trash, my nigga. Like, anyway, it's not. So, on Saturday, I sat and I watched <laughs> four hours of college basketball. You got to scout your prospects somewhere, and it. No, I didn't sit there and watch it because I turned on the television and watched it. I sat there and watched it because I was next to a nigga watching basketball for hours. Why did you leave? No, because I, I wanted to be next to him. <laughs> but, you know, but it was crazy because, like, I'm sitting there on my phone, and he got mad because I was, like, on my phone. Like, my nigga, you have on basketball. We're not holding, like, deep conversations right now. You keep asking me which team I'm rooting for, and I keep saying the red one because it's college basketball. I don't give a fuck about college basketball. I mean, with this— He knocked my phone out of my hand. I was so irritated. 
was this, this this couldn't have been like a first date situation. No, it wasn't no damn first date. So you knew what you was getting yourself into. Oh what? my god! Don't even get me started on that aspect because that pissed me off too. What pissed you off now? You just the whole reason I actually went over there. <laughs> Listen, and then you know we I went and saw fast lane. I'm just. I went to saw. I went and saw. <clears throat> the fast lane uh wrestling pay-per-view um this weekend with some of the homies one columbus good time good you know can't can't really speak too much about it and then that's about it so my weekend wasn't really shit for real um it's it's interesting it's interesting how i've seen i've seen this shit happen like in person <clears throat> so yesterday um one of one of my homies uh, came down cause to Cincinnati cause to stop on her way to her spring break, and she brought her her old women click with him. Right? I saw the I'm a I'm a I'm an initiated argument so I could wild out on spring break with no with no remorse happen live, and the shit blew me. She was like, she literally like picked an argument with this nigga. Just so if she could wild out in Miami without feeling bad about it. I no. Like, I get, it's just one of those things where the, the, one of the themes I'm noticing is there's, no one ever ever keeps the same energy with each other anymore. Everyone's a hypocrite. Everyone's a hypocrite. It's just like, Shorty really picked the argument just so she could wild out and not, have to, and not feel bad afterwards. I was like, you dirty, de- divisive, devious motherfucker. But all right, first topic. You want you want to talk about this Uber Eats situation? Because you yeah you didn't even so put, what put happened me on game. was this girl was tweeting. I think it was this was on Saturday. Um. Anyways, this girl tweeted a screenshot from this text message from somebody she had not she doesn't know. The text message was from a guy from a delivery service who took her number out of the database to text her and say that he wanted to take her on a date. This became an argument on the internet because people were like, I mean, he wasn't being disrespectful. Like, he was being unprofessional. Okay, so here's the issue with it. So this man delivers food to your house. He has your address. This man then goes into a database and he then decides to start using your number against your your liking will consent. I don't care how nice you are in a text message. If I don't give you my number to text me, you do not have the right to impose on me like that, especially when I know you know my address. I had to call it and file a complaint. Now, for me, this hit home because I've already talked about this on the show where Uber Eats had delivered some dude from Uber Eats delivered food to my job, then started texting me and then started showing up at my job to harass me about going on a date with him. And I did not want to go on a date with him. I just found it to be most appalling because people were like, how do you find an issue with this? He's so nice. Like, no, I don't give a fuck if you're nice. Leave me the fuck alone. I didn't ask you to bother me. It's unprofessional. That's the first thing. Because, you know, you're taught. I'm, I'm a huge proponent of separating business and pleasure in anything. So it's unprofessional. And, and like, <clears throat> on a conduct side of things, he, he definitely should get reprimanded for that because, like, that's unprofessional. You know, what I mean, like to to kind of go through that, to go through the database, um, and and un, and like like find somebody's like personal information, like on that point alone. Yeah, that's unprofessional. 
And so I can't, so that's, I was confused. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about when you sent me this topic? I was like, what the hell are you, what the fuck do you mean? But it was like, yeah, that's unprofessional. And I think per, he, he, who, people who do that, you know, should get reprimanded for that. Um, and I think, okay, that, this leads to a, a larger conversation about approachability, right? Um, in 2018, there's no such thing as approachability anymore. Um, because it's just like, there's like, and I guess even no matter how quote unquote nice you are or what, no matter how quote unquote nice you are, respectful, if you can be nice and, and, and respectful and, you know, approach people respectfully, but if they don't want you there, you, 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 you would have had the same benefit if you went up there and called her and called her a bitch and cussed and then, her out. You know, a new issue I'm starting to realize is, guys, this this like ever evolving excuse where something like this happens and their follow up has now become. I bet if you found him attractive, you wouldn't find an issue with this. I don't give a fuck if I find you attractive or not. In this issue, in this time, in this moment, I don't want to be approached by you. Do not go about using my number in a means that violates protocol. Fuck you. Leave women alone. It's that simple. But if I, that comes into people move the goalposts all the time. Again, people yeah, keep us saying. You should keep, be allowed to lose, move the goalposts when it comes to your attraction and who you're attracted to versus who you're not. If I don't want to be bothered, don't bother me. It's it, the problem. There is with, no problem. Because, yeah, again, no one keeps the same energy anymore. That's the fucking problem with any of this. No one keeps the same energy anymore. I just find it hilarious that y'all find a problem in this. There it's, is it's, no it's, problem. It's more, it's either it, I find you attractive or I don't. I think a lot of men are just getting slapped in the face with the fact that women don't want to fuck half of y'all. Most of you. Three quarters of you. Seven, like, seven eighths. Like, just not you. Look, here's the thing. And, cause here's, here, and here's where it is. More often than not, people just aren't honest with with what they with their situations and shit. It's like you 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 try to extract and and and, and then put it on an entire thing when you know that the goalposts move. And so people are trying to figure out, look, okay, how do I move? And so if the goalposts move based off of attractiveness, I can't. There's certain things that you I I don't know if it's good or not versus if it's not a good or not because if you if you find me attractive it's okay but if you don't find me attractive it's not okay and so because of the moving goalposts people get fucking confused but people don't want to admit it's the moving goalposts and they want to put some other shit onto it and paint people as just these villainous motherfuckers which goes back to my original point my original point is there's no such thing as approachability anymore that if that you can be nice, respectful, do everything the right way, but if she doesn't want to be approached to you at that specific time, you would have had a better chance just calling her a bitch and, and, and keeping it moving because that's the same exact result you're going to get. <laughs> so now we're going to calling women bitches? No, I'm saying like if, 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 if I approach you, oh, if I don't, oh. if I approach you when you don't want to be approached, I can be nice, I can be disrespectful. It's the same result at the end of the day. You know what's crazy to me is like, you know what's saying that you have to be approached, but you have to be open to being approached. No, I'm telling really niggas like, that you don't have say to say nice, but if she declines, just go about your business. That's and that's and that's what I agree. I'm like, look, if you approach nice that bitch, she keeps then she keeps the pushing. It's like, nah, I'm not interested. Going about your day. I'm telling I'm telling the men here that if she doesn't want to be approached, it doesn't matter how you approach it. You're going to be viewed the same way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not saying even the fact that women don't want to fuck you. Look, that's all I'm saying. I'm saying is no matter how, if you if she doesn't want if she doesn't want to be approached, you can approach it the most nice way possible, the most disrespectful way possible, and it's going to be the same. There's going to be the same result. That's all I'm saying. All right. 
on another note, so today I posted this, like, miniature video because drinking has really made me not bloated, and I'm proud of myself, and it's like, ooh, your body look good, girl. So I posted this thing on on my Snapchat of just, like, literally my abs and went about my day. And this guy messaged me and was like, you can breathe now. And I just didn't, under, it got under my skin. I'm not even going to front. That shit got under my skin because I just didn't understand Wait, what why. Does that, what does that mean? It had literally nothing to do with anything. He was, I said, LOL, you get on my nerves. And he was like, yeah, like, you look good. We could tell you've been working out, but goddamn, breathe. I was oh, like, oh, oh. first of all, bitch, okay. I am breathing in this little video. Okay. Second I, of I all, ho, what the fuck was your point in even saying anything if you had nothing nice to say? I just like, and I feel like there's some men who just go out of their way to just say things for the sake of saying it. Like, usually negative, what I mean is men go out of their way to say negative things to women oh, for the sake of just saying antagonists it. Like, li- antagonists <laughs> live live on in everything. God. My, it's so annoying. It and, is. And I'm mad at myself that that particular one got under my nerves, but boy, did it. It really, truly, I just wanted to punch him. And good thing he lives in New York because otherwise I would punch him. Listen, <sighs> antagonists are a thing and no one likes them but they're a thing they're part of society you in in anything you got to move how you want to move and and the best way to kind of defeat that type of person is not giving energy yeah no if he ever dms me again i'm not answering but i know him if i stop answering his dms he'll text me and i just i can't be bothered or you could block the nigga I don't. He doesn't bother me that much, but that bothers me. <laughs> I, was, I was just, we just went on this whole thing. Like, if, no, it's like he doesn't bother me where I feel the need to block him, but he bothers me enough that I don't feel the need to open his DMs anymore. The best way to not open a nigga's DMs is if you block him and he can't send them. Did Am you I- not just listen to what I just said? His content doesn't bother me. His DMs bother me. I just don't want to answer his DMs anymore. I'm, There's no I'm, need. I'm, I'm just having It's not even that deep. I'm, like, he posts on his Snapchat when he's going to all these, like, Caribbean festivals. I don't mind watching them. I just don't care to talk to him. I'm just trying to help you out. DMs. I'm just trying to help you out. That's I all. get what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like be ignored. Okay. All right. You got it. Um, anything else on this Uber? No, leave women alone. They don't want to fuck you. Allegedly. Is it really allegedly? Listen, because one thing that I think I've I've understood more and more, I've understood more and more, is public persona versus private persona. And that's all I'm not, I, I can't, I don't speak on everyone's public persona. I just know. That what people portray publicly and what people do on their private shit's often very different. Meta me, ladies. Meta me. I don't always take the advice that I, I give, but the advice I give is always good. Listen to what I say. Don't do as I do. Always. Not always. <laughs> so you even, sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes I take my advice. Sometimes I don't. You're just walking into your own tangled web of whatever the fuck. Like, just no, like, it's not a tangled web of whatever the <laughs> fuck. Like, I do, like, I know I want women to, like, stand up in their nose. I want women to be very unwavering in how they feel that they want to move in this earth. Don't let anybody tell you what you should or shouldn't be. Let yourself know that you have autonomy over your entire body and it's not for somebody else to observe. Yes, but as a person who is flawed and has gone through things and still on their own journey of figuring this out for themselves. Sometimes I give advice that I don't take, but I do know that the advice that I give is good and solid. Take my advice. 
see, you said that much better the second time than you did the first time. The first time you were just saying words and it just wasn't. Ladies knew what I meant. Did. We'll see. <laughs> the second time. Not, I cleaned it up enough for them to I was like, this, I, that's why I was like, the second time it made sense. But the first time I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Don't always take, take my advice. Don't always do as I do. <laughs> All right, next up. We, we want to talk about... Discernment. The... <laughs> sure. We want, we want to talk about Janae Aiko Big Sean, or we want to talk about the DJ Quicksilver? We can do the Janae Aiko one first. Yeah, so... All right, so yesterday, Bossup, I think it was Bossup the first one to pr- report it. That's the first way I saw it. I don't know, you know... I was busy, and then I came back on, and I was like, I don't know what's happening here. All right, so Bossup, we're going to just... Blame Bossa because fuck it. Um, reported that uh, Janae Iko and Big Sean's like relationship was was going through a little a little a little rough patch because Big Sean allegedly cheated with uh, Nicole Nicole Scherzinger. That's how you, is that, is that? I have no idea how to perfectly. The lead singer of the Pussy Kiddos, Nicole Scherzinger, or whatever her last name is. I think I pronounced that right. But that was that was a, that was kind of the report, you know. People, it was like, you know, Janae like unfollowed Big Sean on IG, um, and and like Big Sean hadn't really had much of her on it. And you know, Twitter did what what Twitter does and took it and ran with it, right? You know, all the jokes, all the memes. Someone put a crying face emoji, a, a crying Jordan face on on her or on her tattoo. Someone Big did it really good. Like I saw one, like one person did it, and it was just like on there. And then somebody actually like morphed it in there. I was like, "Get y'all your Photoshop skills." Y'all need to use these Photoshop skills for good instead of evil. No, Jesus. that is good. <laughs> I make money off of it at least. Damn, you know how many motherfucking creative. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. We don't know. I'm telling y'all to make money. If y'all not making money, make money. If you are making money, then salute. But you know, Twitter took what it ran with it. You know, the, the, the predictable. Oh, all y'all niggas ain't shit. Oh, you know, and then the backlash is like, you know, Big Sean, you know, we got to kick him out the black man club because, you know, we don't do, we don't cheat. You know, that to the typical thing any happens anytime there's any rumors or, or alleged um, infidelity involved. But then Janae Aiko came uh, late last night and squashed all the rumors. It was like, you know, I appreciate your fan fiction, but none of it's true. And then Big Sean quoted it with the clapping emojis. It just, one thing that <coughs> it speaks on is whenever something matches our narrative, we just jump on it and for, and totally run with it and then forget that this is a rumor and an allegation. And it's even still to the point where you see people, A, either ignore what Janae said about it and just assume she's lying, and or B, just continue to get the jokes off without being like, wait a minute, like, both parties said, nah, like, that actually didn't happen. But Big Sean, we want to, I, I want to salute you for beating the case uh, of infidelity. Because has, has Big Sean, like, I didn't think he cheated on anybody in his relationship. They just broke up. Like, he didn't cheat on the Naya Rivera. They just broke up because she was crazy. And I think him and Ariana just kind of broke off, like, kind of cordially. So. He doesn't have a history of him cheating. What's a hot take? What's a hot this take? This is pertaining to what we're talking about. What's a hot take now? Uh, it just came on my timeline. Janae Aiko is a prime example of what you're supposed to do in a relationship. She wrote poems for Big Sean songs, professed her love countless times, and made herself vulnerable. 
Even though he cheated, my girl. It canceled already, didn't cheat. Hold on, let me finish. Didn't cheat. Oh my God, shut up. Even though he cheated, my girl gone arrested at night knowing she loved as best as she could. When she entered the relationship, my good sis knew because of his past, she was obsessed. Can I just get through get, get so through I can it. get to a get, point? Get through it. Get through You're get through so it. angry for something you already know isn't true. Get, get so then it. why get are you so angry? I'm telling you, Does get that through even it. Make sense? I'm telling you, get through it. You're I'm, getting on my nerves. Right now. T- I don't give a flying fuck. Uh, <laughs> susceptible to being cheated on, she stayed loyal and didn't make no assumptions. She opened herself to love and will continue to do so. So she's the real winner here, and that's the tea. Y'all seem to forget that Janae Aiko is an enlightened woman. She's well aware of the consequences that come with forming attachments, and I promise you Big Sean is just a bump in the road for her. You can break someone who's already transcended human existence. The point is... Okay, I, can, I'm sorry. Continue with Men like Big Sean will always gravitate towards stoic, plain, and simple-minded women eventually. Dating someone like Janae is intimidating. Men who are trying blah, 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 blah. There's more to it, but I will say this is a good hot take because, and a lot of times, we I just read an article earlier on Madame Noir about this whole casual dating thing that we do now with people where we don't, it's it's a tit for tat thing. Like, someone in your past has hurt you, so from that point on, you decide you want to avoid it. It's a vicious cycle. This is voided in their situation because the both of them decide to come out and say that that's not what happened. Okay. But if we're keeping to the point of what she was making, like insert whoever who could fit into this cycle where you decide along your way that whatever has happened in your past, that that's not something you're going to allow to stifle you long term. That's like that. I could get that away from that. Okay, taking. So once I once I stripped the fact that like this didn't actually happen. Right. Once I stripped that away. It still sounds like like shorty. She had like one good point buried under a bunch of fuckery. If I think sense. it's more like this is spiritual Twitter stuff, so I get where they're coming from, Could, and I feel like a lot of people don't I'm tr- like, fall under this. Here's here's mindset. here's why I say that is because I'm trying because like hanging out with you, or you know, and doing this every week, I try to understand other viewpoints. I try to understand the spirituality side of things a little bit more, as far as like and all of that. I try to. And so, like, I was listening to it to try to, like, understand it from where she came from. And it still sounded like a bunch of fuckery, even after you take out the fact that what she's talking about didn't actually Literally, happen. it's when you go on the journey of healing yourself through hurt and you decide to love again, but you love again without the fear of. So when you, to be able to speak or even something as stupid, I would never do this, but even something as getting the man tattooed on you, right? Like you understand that at any point this can end and and you don't live in fear of it ending. You just live in it, in the joy of it happening. Okay. And I think that's like, if you could take anything away from bearing witness to their relationship on her behalf, not necessarily his, I don't know if you want to. Sure. You can tell that this is one person who wholeheartedly loves this person and is not afraid to share it and still knowing that something bad can happen of it. Okay. I, I, again, you did a better job kind of infiltrating that than what she did. So I get that. And I, w- I just wish people would stop just putting every big word that they know in, in one point just to show that they know big words. But secondly, kind of going off of what the, your trans—I'm gonna call it your translation because I don't even know if Shorty really meant that. But I'm gonna call it your <laughs> translation. 
That's what I got from it. <laughs> I think you get lost when people say things like woke and enlightened. It's just not one, you, but it's in just general. one of those things where it's like certain times, certain people, especially on social media, they learn a word and then they try to use it in every single scenario they can, even when that word transcending word. human experience. Like that shit, I was like, okay. <laughs> See, that's a spiritual Twitter thing. I get <laughs> I was it. Like, okay, um, but I mean, there is something to be said with kind of loving. You know, what I'm saying loving without a safety net, right? Yeah. Where it's like, you know, shorty guy got... That's my overtime topic, but yeah. you go ahead and... Okay, I'll shut up if that's... No, no, don't shut up. I just want to say, like, that. that's what I wanted to talk about in overtime. Okay, but, like, loving without a safety net, like, just kind of going ahead and, like, and saying, like, kind of fuck, you know, what's happened to me in the past, like, I'm loving head first. And I think that's the best... <laughs> that's the best way to kind of get that raw, real, true, like, life-changing love is if you love head in, if you just kind of love without that safety net. Ideally, everyone would do that. In practice, it's very rare because we are humans of our own experiences, our own thought processes, our own histories, our own memories that prevent us from doing so. It's kind of like like I almost drowned when I was like eight years old, right? Almost drowned. Ever since then, I've had a fear of like deep ass water. Because I almost drowned. Ideally, you'd just be like, oh, that's a one-time thing. You, would get, you get back in, you get back in the deep end, and you figure the shit out. But in practice, that, that memory influences the way you move yeah, from no. the rest of that. And so that's what we usually do when it comes to relationships. We it's tend like, to go back to the, <clears throat> even that, like, you could be years far removed. Uh, <sighs> hate when you do this. <laughs> I, I no, because some guy just got mad that I said that about nine to fivers. He said you like cornball ball players. Look, man. But he also went on to say I fuck your brains out. Well, you're gonna stop playing niggas with nine to five. You just ain't had the right one. But then again, I may be a unicorn. Bitch, you cheated on your ex-girlfriend when we were in college with one of our other friends. Shut up. I don't want you either. I was like, but that that has nothing to do with the quality of your sex. That doesn't actually. Two people told, three people told me about the quality of his sex. It's not good. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, like I can't, I can't. I don't know who you. I don't even know who we're referring to. So I'm not gonna vouch for the. Even if I did know him, I don't know how he fucks. So, eh. <laughs> but okay. Back to the original point that you. I, don't I know. guess you want to just do overtime right now. We can talk about it. We, 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 we can switch it up. Let's we'll up. switch it up. We're gonna, we'll just do overtime right now because it kind of segues into it. So, like I said, I read the my friend. I'm going to... This is long-winded. Bear with me, everyone. We're in this together. Okay. So, this morning I wake up. I get a text message from my friend... Um, from a friend in one of my group chats. And it was an article from Madame Noir. We'll put it in the bio when we... It'll be in the bio. Whenever she reminds me, remembers to send me the links to the show. No, I will send the link so we have it. Anyways, it went through 15 points on, um, let's see, how do you change this so it, like, it goes into read mode? You do the little, it's like the little line. And then oh, you... found it. There, it's up on the, duh. All right, cool. So the first one is, I'm just going to read the 15 points. And then the first one is, nobody is allowed to want monogamy. No one's allowed to want monogamy? I'll read it. Okay. If nobody feels allowed to say they want exclusivity. Okay. 
for instance, a lot of my dating situations, because okay. I, I am a professional situation shipper. Mm-hmm. What happens is I get into these situations where I'm dating someone. Right. The premise of it seems like it's headed towards a relationship, but nobody ever speaks on the idea of commitment or a projection, a timeline or anything. It's kind of like, we're just doing this, right? Because right. this is safety if you just say we're doing this. So if it ends, you don't have to, you're not yeah. responsible for it ending. You, it's you, like, you oh. ain't got to claim a nigga. You ain't got to like, you ain't got to like. Like lean into the fact that like some shit didn't work out. It, it, you 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 kind of you gave yourself your safety. And it's like, hey, it is what it is. Okay, exactly. But it says if nobody feels entitled to monogamy or feeling certain that the person that they're with isn't anybody else, then how is anybody going to realize if the person they're dating has become so invested in them that if they sleep with someone else, it would be hurtful? Which that happened to me last year. Uh, I was in a situation I, in my opinion, it was just fucking because we never had like. Not too many intimate conversations or wasn't dating. It was just like mostly just kicking it and fucking. And I would go right. home. I snuck out in the middle of the night most nights. And then he found out I was having sex with somebody else. And then he was like, how could she do this? And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, I mean, I've, I've, I've said this multiple times. Whoever, whoever wants to change the status quo has a responsibility to communicate that to the other party. And you know. That if you see yo if you see shorty fucking somebody else, how it would affect you or not. If you want to avoid that, you present that like, hey, I f- I found myself liking you a little bit more than anticipated because I don't want to see you with someone else, and because I don't want to see you with someone else, I want to make this a commitment thing between me and you, and then you go from there. Continue. So, so the first <coughs> one was nobody is allowed to want monogamy, so people accidentally cheat. I just spoke on that happening to me. Emotions don't belong with sex so you end up like you're intimate with this person physically and literally that's it it can happen it's rare but it but once, where you're just having sex yeah and, like it that can happen i'm but, actually really good at this it's it, kind of horrible it, i'm I, I am and to an extent because again like i'm inherently a nice person so if i'm fucking you like, I'm going to, if you come over and I'm planning on getting food, I'm going to ask, like, hey, do you want food, too? Or I'm going to make sure that you're, like, okay while I'm, while we're here. That, that for some people that I was doing that with, it tr- almost Jedi mind tricked them that I wanted something more or that I was kind of really down. Well, I'm just like, I was taught this is rude as fuck for me to eat in front of you. And, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, if I'm eating... And I say you come over, and if I'm eating food, I'm gonna at least offer you food because on a on a on a level we're friends. And I wouldn't if I invited you over, Stephanie. I would like, hey, do you want to grab something to eat, or like you want a slice of pizza? That's not a oh, I like you. It's more so. It's like it's a fucking for me. Nice it's a, gesture. It's a nice gesture. Continue. Yeah. No, you're fine. Uh, the next one was we express ourselves elsewhere. It's no wonder people are ranting on the internet or flocking to a whatever. That's that retreat over in India. They basically give you a hallucinogen so you can heal your past life traumas, whatever. Um, In sweat lodges, just to express themselves, they're having to hold in all their emotions at a time when emotions tend to flow during sex. Which is BV true. Like, I don't... Like, the last three dating situations I've been in, I didn't express to them that, like, things I'm going through or emotionally. And then, like, I would take it back to my friends and then be like, 
I just don't understand. Like, but it gives me like, <laughs> I know my communication skills are prolonged from growing up with the, in an abusive home where people would always say like, if you have a question, you need to stop asking because you're the child. And then, you know, right, blah, right, blah, right. we've been here before. I'm clearly still working on it. But now as an adult, like, I literally get, like, anxiety. My, my therapist says it's because I have onset anxiety from PTSD. So I've been, yeah, so I've been diagnosed with PTSD and, and for, from From and the past anxiety. of abuse. Yeah. Okay. So what happens when anything that even gives me the slightest feeling of, like, my emotions being used against me, it, it closes me off and it'll send me into a state of panic. Like one time, uh, the dude that goes to me, I had a panic attack at his house, called my best friend who ta- left his room. Like, I'm so good at like. Oh, yeah. I think, I think you told me this, but continue. Yeah. Like, so and we're laying in bed. I start having a panic attack, which was onset by nothing. I just started having a panic attack. Got myself up, called my best friend, sat outside of his room on the phone with my best friend who called me down during my panic attack got back in bed he's asked me like what's wrong like are you okay because i'm still crying and i said everything's fine and then rolled over and went to sleep oh so yeah that's bullshit like 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 it's one of those things where it's like like if you do that like if someone did that to me truth be told i know you're not supposed to leave somebody during their worst moment but i'll be like nah, like i was at his place but i was one of those things it was like i'm not even not leave you but it was like the day after we got to have a serious talk of, like, what the fuck was that? And, like, if you don't trust me enough to, to kind of tell me what's going on, when I can physically see that you are not okay, we don't need to be doing anything. We don't need to be doing this. Yeah. Like, but when you're in situationships, they don't question it. As much as you aren't telling them, they're not questioning it. That I would question. It's one thing if you don't tell me shit that I can't see, then I'm not going to question it if everything looks fine. But if, when I when I can literally see and hear that you're not okay, and then you like, nah, I'm good. You, that is a disconnect that we even gotta address, or I gotta get the fuck out. Cause, because now you're lying literally, to me. He got the fuck out. Like, like now you're lying to me. Now you're lying to me. So, like I said, ladies, take my advice. Don't do as I do. <laughs> um, the next one was. Small gestures appear big. It's hard to know what what's just a nice thing to do and what verges too much into relationship type behavior. We just, when ca- we just yeah, you just said that. When your casual thing's birthday comes up, for example, how involved should you be? Send a gift or just a text? Plan the party or just attend the party someone else planned? We just went over this. And I think it, I think because mind you, so it was like I it took me a while to understand what I was doing. What and how it was received because there, because even with um, Valentine's Day, for example, right? Like another one of those things where it's like one of my homegirls, like she was like, So, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? And I was like, I'm probably chilling, like, you know, chilling by myself. She was like, You're not gonna do X, Y, and Z? You're not gonna do X, Y, and Z for, uh, for, 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 for whoever? I was like, Nah, not really. But it's like, and then she, she like got mad at me. She was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "I mean, I'm not really planning on spending Valentine's Day with any of them." She was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And 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 then there is one story about not me, but somebody else, uh, a situation shit that involved. It wasn't a birthday, but it was a going away. It was a going away situation, and like Shorty, like took it there, like planned the entire thing as a surprise. We like 
me and like the homies felt like this is his shorty like shorty like took the initiative did all of this and then we got the word like bruh nah he ain't wherever she's at he ain't there and you're just like oh but like it's just one of those things where it's like again i'm over communicate at this point you got to over communicate as far as like when these type of gray areas otherwise you're gonna allow yourself to get fucked up continue sorry no you're fine this whole point is for us to converse um so people <coughs> accidentally drop the ball drop the ball people regularly accidentally drop the ball for fear of overdoing it and making a gesture that is too large they go too small many of my friends have gotten in trouble for not making enough of an effort on their casual hookup hookups birthday really they were just trying to avoid coming on too strong i can say i've done this like recently like even on when i was over that guy's house um we were chilling or whatever you know what i always think like i know i don't say names but i always, like a part of me wonders like if they hear this will they be offended but then again like it's all situationships so i don't know like I don't know how attached you are to me. Look, man, if you get, like, I'm speaking to the people that I've referenced, not by name. So I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to jam you up. I may jam myself up. Look, if you get offended, you can either tell me about it or not tell me about it. And if you don't tell me about it, and you get offended in silence, I don't give a fuck. Because clearly, if it offended you that much, you would reach out. And if you do get offended and then tell me, I will decide how, if I care enough to be like, you know what, you're right. Or if I don't care enough, I'm like, eh, fuck it. Because again, at the end of the day, it's my experiences. And, you, and can't no one tell me what I can and cannot say about my experiences. You can just choose to feel yeah, some type of way behalf, about it. Yeah, on your behalf, just don't, I don't talk bad about that. I, and I don't, yeah. like, like, I don't drop names for a reason because I don't want my experiences with that person to affect how someone else sees that person if they know. Yeah, them. no, if you guys have a connection, <laughs> prosper. I hope it works out for you. Be blessed, beloved. Um, so... Never mind, I'm not. I'll tell you often. That way. Don't get don't get jammed up. No. You got jammed we you almost jammed yourself up a lot last week. Don't get jammed up this did week. Did I? Uh, you almost did. You you was like careening towards like the shoulder and this was like I seventy five and at the last minute was like, Oh shit. <laughs> Gotta get off. <laughs> um, next one. We're less committal overall. Now this one I was like, wait a minute, like, is this really happening? <laughs> um in the, in the thing that looks, sounds, feels, and smells like a relationship, we're actually allowed to do things like cancel at the last minute or not respond to texts for days. Because nothing is serious these days. But, wait. Mm-hmm. They put the period in the wrong place. Not respond to texts for days because nothing is serious these days. But this trains us to be flakier in every part of our lives. See, that's one of those things where you have to kind of like stand stand on your nose, stand on your ground. Like I've cut somebody off because like I've cut somebody off who we we agreed to kind of like she was coming down to see me. And then like the time kept pushing back and back and back. And, and, then, like, she, and then she eventually was like, I'm not coming. I was like, I was just like, I was like, you know, but it's fucked up. And then I just dropped it because I'm like, again, situationship, relationship or not, or friendship, there's a certain level of respect that you have to have when you're dealing with me. You have to respect my time, you have to respect my effort, respect my energy. And if you flake on me like that, after we planned, it wasn't like a last, but we planned this shit for like a couple... You keep flaking. You don't respect my time. Yeah. And there's some other, on the other side of the spectrum, there's a couple people that like, you could call situationships, we don't speak every day. But we were okay with that because we've established that. I'll get there. So there's not a, there's so there's not an expectation. But like if that if that person, but also I'm not 
does send in unread text messages every four days or whatever like that. Like when we communicate, it's a it's a fluid back and forth situation. We just don't communicate every day. You know, what I realize like maybe it's the thing out of <coughs> I've been in situationships so long, but I don't care to talk to somebody like every day. I really don't. But I but then. Okay, so okay, well, I'm, I'm let me. You. I'm gonna pause, finish this, and then get to that because this was the extension of the conversation. Um, so the last three, last whatever says it causes fights. We forgive things we shouldn't forgive. I know I, I have a tendency to forgive, like because it, it comes down to you don't owe me anything because we not together or we not together anyway. So you kind of you not even my girl like though. A forgiving thing more like a blowing off thing. It's because of, you can feel away, but you're not going to say anything to him because you guys haven't established like you feel away, but you don't want to get hit to we don't you not, not my, my you don't want or you don't want somebody we've we've allowed a space where you're not allowed to ask what are we when in reality we should be asking that question because until you're stated verbally because the whole thing is if you got asked then you should just get away from them okay no. you can't keep having <laughs> this like canceling mentality when it comes to dating because that's not how life works and people are flawed and sometimes they need a push from in and especially men because a lot of times it's it's so society the society's norm is that women are filled with emotions men are stoic and they don't have them and it's blah 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 but sometimes men need that push to to be showcase to showcase their emotions just the same as a woman would look like i said like it's one of those things where and not to say that that's an excuse because you're a grown up and you should just express yourself but sometimes people in general People, me, with, people, if people, you're dating me, people in general just need to like, look, I, we just it, communication is key. I, I'm going to keep saying this as long as I live. Communication is key. And if you feeling if you and if we've established a status quo, if you want to up that status quo or if you, if, if somebody you, has to say something or if you just it. or if you just want to even clarify what that status quo is. You you got to talk to somebody about the shit. You can't just if you just go out and assume some shit. That's how you get fucked up. If you talk to somebody, and it only happens to be some corny as like, so what are we doing? It's just like yo, like just I, wanna, you just, know what the best thing you do in situations like that is speak from your point of view, not asking them just for theirs. So if you start by stating like this is what I want, and then allow space for them to respond, I think it goes back to that whole situation with Jaina Aiko. Like you are so. <coughs> Fearfully, you so scared of hearing somebody hear saying some shit. No, but you that's not. What I'm saying. saying. I'm saying. I'm I'm saying what I'm saying. Yeah, Listen. well, say what you got. Well, a lot of motherfuckers be scared to say what they actually want because they don't want the reaction to not match up with what they feel is appropriate. You can't have it both ways. So you can't. You can't be scared of saying what you want and also try to manipulate shit into figuring out okay I don't want this person to get mad at me for whatever x y and z you can't have it both ways you, you say you say what you want and that person can say what they want and then you go from there that's what it is continue um I skipped one uh but we overlook the truth if this person doesn't have a good baseline of decency they're not going to have it if y'all actually do make it to the relationship things progress incredibly slow today you can you only call yourselves official after casually dating for a year that means you aren't moving in together until you've already been sleeping together for three or four years and getting married until seven to ten years. I think that doesn't really work for me because y'all know how I feel about marriage. And also, that's one of those, that's one of those, 
random ass, arbitrary ass. That's arbitrary because <laughs> nobody's progression of their relationship, no two relationship is going to be the same. It's just a matter of communicating and make sure that the two of you who are in said relationship are on the same page. That's all. It really I think matters. the bigger goal in relationships is in the if we were to decide to quit dating, let's be so open with each other through communication that we're on common grounds when it ends. Like we got to stop trying to make it so fiery. Like. One person's trying to be over another person. This person, like, everybody's trying to win the battle of I did less to get more. We got to, in the sense of relationships, we got to stop it, it, it comes from It comes from the, the, uh, the age-old statement, the person who gives a fuck, the person who cares less than a relationship has a power. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where, like, everyone is searching for that power. But we should recognize that that's a problem. We should. Yes, we should. Uh, things progress extremely slow. 40-year-olds have roommates. Is that really a problem? 40 years old, if you can't, If you can't afford it on your own, get a roommate. This one was stupid to me. So, the, the like, they said this phenomenon of incredibly slow coupling has resulted in a lot of 40-year-olds still having roommates. Hey, rent is expensive. At least when you live with a significant other, people might guess you could afford your own place but choose to live together. That one was kind of passable and, and stupid to me. Look. Stop counting niggas niggas pockets. If you're single in your 40s and you need a roommate, be in your 40s single with a roommate. Stop counting people's pockets. It's one of those things where if if y'all living together because it just makes more sense than to pay two separate rents and see each other five days a week anyway, but you're not necessarily ready for the commitment of marriage, if it works for you, it works for you. Put it like this. If you like it, I love it. Fuck it. Stop counting people's pockets. Stop meddling people's lives and try to put your own spin on some shit. Stop it. People who want answers are crazy or needy. We already went over that one. The who, what are we? So they're becoming bitter. Individuals are actually pretty socially well-adjusted, are convinced that things, that they are strange for asking best basic questions like, where do you see this relationship going? We've they spurn so often that they become bitter. It may be less efficient. Some might say that doing this this way is very casual, extremely slow way. It's more efficient because you certainly know someone well by the time you get serious. But honestly, I think it's less efficient. You don't really get to know someone until you become open to the idea of getting close to them. So any time spent together before this is nearly a waste. I think what Mm, we can say, I do disagree with that one. But what the take, I mean, I think I have a good way of reading things and getting a takeaway from it that's not necessarily like, Maybe not what they mean, but still get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, I look at it like for all my niggas who who ever played a game, you know, it's like you increase levels. You level up as far as like comfortability, how you know a person. Sometimes you don't make it past the first level. So you, you die. You know what I'm saying? Figuratively. You know what I'm saying? You die. And then you, and sometimes you make it from past level one and you die on level two. And then you make it past level two, you die on level... Like, it's one of those things where everybody's not meant to be on every level. Everybody's not meant to get to that final boss level of knowing somebody. It is what it is. As long as you are are actively communicating and actively tra- just enjoying and trying to get to know that person, whatever the title or lack of a title there is, you or you have learned something from it, and you can be able to apply it. Everyone, if we were meant to get to know everyone that we've ever dated, had sex with on a fucking deep ass personal ass level five ass boss ass level we would be a lot more mentally fucked up than we are right now everyone not meant to everyone's not meant to know everything about you it's okay that's perfectly okay that's just me like that that was like you know and it's anything if you learn something from some shit is is it really wasted 
if you learn something about yourself, if you learn something about how you move, if you learn something about the other person in said whatever the fuck, it's not wasted time. I think we have to get past this whole point of like, if it doesn't end in marriage, just waste it. Because <clears throat> the numbers state that the majority of the relationships that we enter into are not going to end in marriage. That's pure number-based fact. So if you take, so the only time that you didn't waste your time is it ends in marriage, you need, in my opinion, you need to recalibrate what the fuck does wasting my time look like. If you learn something about yourself, if you learn something about how you love, how you move, how you operate in relationships, situationships, in companionships with other people, and you learn and you learn something about the other person, you didn't waste your time. You just didn't get your desired result. There's a difference. I'm going to let you continue. I'm going to let you keep cooking. No, you good. Those are all the points in it. I was just going to say, so from that, I had two conversations and two separate group chats around it. One, um... One, it didn't, one of them, it didn't last long. And that one, I just said, what happens is what it really boils down to someone hurt someone along the way. Someone became the hurt person along the way. So that hurt person tries to escape that feeling, not getting too close, not revealing their feelings for preservation. But at some point, you have to be honest that the behavior is no longer serving you. And I can honestly say I'm getting to that point. Where I, I realize a lot of the patterns that I've, I've built up for myself are no longer serving me. And it's becoming cyclical <laughs> to the point that I'm, a lot of people are resurfacing. And I think this has to do with Jupiter and retrograde. Well, I'm not explaining that. But I know there's a reason that people are resurfacing in my life because it's bringing to fruition, like, the, the pattern I've created that until I choose to be vulnerable again, I'm not going to get past it. I'm going to keep seeing myself in the same situation. And it's going to continue to get harder because I refuse to just be in the moment, be vulnerable, tell people I'm feeling. Because it's not about, you know, winning or having that power, but it's about, like, when when I can't open up, I'll, it's one step closer to what I actually want. One thing that I think... I know I got to work on and a lot of a lot of us men have to work on is there's power and vulnerability. Um, well, you're speaking to me. You don't know how I date like a nigga. You, you, yes, there's power and vulnerability. And because if in football, right, in most in most sports, the, the, the time that you get injured most often is when you're out there on the field trying not to get hurt because you're not moving normally. You're not moving normally. You're not playing normally. And therefore, because you're not playing normally, moving normally, the same hit that may not hurt you when you're playing freely will hurt you because your body's not moving the same. But some similar things happen in relationships, in my opinion. Again, my opinion, niggas are sensitive. Y'all know what it is. It's like, if you move through life and if you move through dating with the express purpose of I'm not trying to get hurt, you're going to get hurt more. You always end up getting because hurt Because now, because you're expecting it, you're not rolling with the punches. You're, you're bracing it. And when you brace for the punches that are roll with them, the punches land harder. So, in order for, and so the fucked up thing is, is that the people who are so afraid to get hurt, if they just kind of move like they've never been hurt before, the chances of them getting hurt again decrease exponentially. Because if you just move how you move and you're not expecting the next person to fuck you over, you're, you know, you're not like, you're not 
is you're not like waiting at the guillotine, waiting for the blade to come down. So you're able to enjoy the actual experience with whoever you're with a lot more because you're not waiting for the ever shoe to drop. True. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was going through my other group chat to see if there was like something I could say out there, but that was way too intimate. We were talking about a particular situation I'm in right now, and, and again, I'm going to get, get out of it or. If you get jammed up. Yeah, well, I just need to be honest. I, you know what? Part of it was I went over there Saturday to just be like, listen, <laughs> I feel like we've been here because we have. And I just want to, you know, let's get on common ground. He's so fed up. He's so fed up. I'm fed up with myself. I'm not even mad at him. I'm mad at myself at this point because I could have, I easily could have went in there and said how I, things that I know I need to say. And at this point, it's not even a fear of if it doesn't work out. I'm so used to it if it doesn't work out. But for me, I'm like, I, in my mind, I'm like, all right, I would rather ghost you than explain how I'm feeling about you. That's crazy, too. That's no offense. That's a dumbass. Isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm fully aware that's dumb. But I think I've gotten, to, like, there's no commitment out of the situations I've been in for four years. So I'm so used to, like, it was like, all right, like, I used to have this thing where I'm like, all right, I'll just wait till a guy breaks up with me and like that'll be the end of it and then i kind of burst it like i i 180 it and i was like bet like i'll just ghost and get out of these and then i got shook up at the top of this year and now mm-hmm. i'm gotta taste your own medicine what it didn't taste good did it no and so i made a promise to myself at the top of the year that i wouldn't ghost anyone anymore so here i am now trying not to ghost this person and i, I have them in my face and i can literally say what i need to say and instead, I just sat there and watched college and basketball watched for four hours. College basketball for four hours, and I'm not even mad at him. I'm mad at myself. I mean, it's one of those things. Like what we all, what we say, either you either go shit or get off the pot, and like you either go to shit or get off the pot. Well, eventually, I need to do both. You either make one <laughs> move or another. Like you, you took the analogy. I do need. I know. I took it to a different place, but. You're going to make one move or you're going to make, an, you know what I'm saying, make another move. But if a you... bigger part of me, it was like, I'm just like, I don't, it's still, it's still a fear thing of not knowing how it would work out. So I'm just like, well, let me save myself. Cause I hate explain like the feeling of me explaining myself. And my friends are like, it's not explaining. It's just simply you just expressing your feelings. And to me, I'm like, no, that means if it takes me more than two sentences to say something, I don't want to say it. That's fucking terrible. I'm fully aware. I'm very introspective. I know when I'm being a fucked up individual. It's the worst part of me that I always know I'm being a fucked up individual. And here I am. So I don't know. I don't know. I just need to get over. I need to take my anxiety meds before I go over there and just like blurt it out. Like take them right before I walk in and blurt it out and then be like, okay. (laughs) Glad we have that talk. Like I said. Communication is key. Communication is always going to be key. And if and, and until you move to a point where you can feel comfortable communicating to the people that you're... You know, another part of me, and I think it falls into that, like, don't... You shouldn't have to ask somebody what we are. But I've always had communication... It doesn't matter which guy I, I attract. I've always <coughs> had communication issues. So unless I meet a guy who who equally has communication... Okay. So. I had an epiphany. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say this one thing, <laughs> and then we're going to move on to the next next little thing. It's really wild that, like, the same people who we will put our mouths on every inch of their body, like, we, like, 
We'll, we'll, we won't communicate. We won't with. communicate. You scared to communicate with a motherfucker, but you just. I'll put, communicate if you had an STD test. Yeah, but you'll communicate which position you want, how you want your hair pulled, how you want your fist, how you want your, how you want your dick sucked, how you want fists, how you want that. But you're scared to communicate how you fucking feel. That's some fucked up dumb ass shit that Isn't we that all stupid. It's dumb as fuck. I, and I feel stupid <laughs> being that person, but I've gotten so used to being that person that now I'm like, all right, like. You got to get out of this, sister. Like, you you were on stay here. And then another part of it is, like, I'm always somewhere between I want a relationship and telling myself, like, you're too young to focus on yourself. Get your career in order. No, you don't need that in your life. Men are stressful. Don't do that. Stay single. You're better. It's peace of mind. And it is. Don't get me wrong. But it's not being truthful with myself because I do know I want a relationship. There's a difference between focusing on yourself and then lying to yourself for the sake of preservation. And that's where I'm lying to myself to preserve my feelings. And it's still not serving me. At least you know. Oh, yeah. No, that's the worst part of me is I always know. <laughs> just don't do it. Just, just, just say fuck it. All right. Um, now, that topic went way longer than we, we anticipated. But it was good. It was good. It was good for us. Um, let's, let's start on. Let's, let's talk about something a little more lighthearted to close the shit out. Let's talk about fucking... Um, Send selfie Snapchat filters, Snapchat filters, and catfishing. I'll talk about all of that together. That's funny. This girl just posted this selfie, and this nigga just said, "You ugly as shit," and it has a Snapchat filter on it. But clearly, that is a beautiful woman. Yes, but I, here's a okay. Here's, oh, she said, "Was I ugly when you sent me five hundred dollars to fly out to you and I ain't come?" Goddamn. <laughs> Y'all niggas gotta stop. Y'all niggas gotta do better. Um. But all right, so so I saw this argument um, about Snapchat filters, and part of me understands it, but part of me doesn't. So, like, yes, Snapchat filters are filters. You know, they are designed to make you look better. Um, so I can understand that, like, if ever wait, you got to back up because <laughs> okay. I I don't even know it. All right, so so I guess it was like I, I came in. It was one of those arguments I came in late because you know. I actually had to work and actually had to do work shit. So I was like, I come in like on lunch break. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? So the gist of it, I guess some some nigga uh, like this is. I think I saw a rant. I'm not sure if it was original, oh, yeah, but he, I definitely saw he, somebody I, going I, on a rant. I, I did. That's what he talked. He like, said he was tired. He said he keeps getting selfies from. Is this the same one? He yeah. said he kept getting selfies from girls. And he has a Snapchat filter to the point where he gets them and he'll just be like, cute. Or, or he said he stopped saying cute and he started saying, okay, or thumbsing it up. If you got iMessage. And he said, I don't want to tell her to not send me selfies without a filter because it's something, something. I don't remember. I think another dude was talking about like how like it's, it's the Snapchat filter is like a low-key catfish. Because I mean, it's a filter. It's designed to make you look better. Now, you know I don't, what this conversation reminds me of? What's it remind you of? When guys are like, men actually like women who don't wear makeup. Like, bitch, y'all don't even know when a woman's not wearing makeup. I've, y'all I've, like a natural look, not no makeup. Well, first and foremost, I personally can tell. I, I can eyeball perk male. I'm, I don't got real good at it. <laughs> I don't got real good at it. But secondly, okay, so actually, fuck that. Let's talk about. Let's talk about this. Why are people so mad when other people state their preferences? Like, why does that piss people off so much? Cute. Because, like, it's, and it's on both sides of the coin. 
Like, when men say, like, hey, or even, it'd be sometimes women, and maybe y'all just attack them, too. Like, you know, you know, men like a, a you know, like a, like a, a natural look, a, you know, less makeup. <laughs> and, and immediately, they mentioned are just bombarded with, like, you know, who asked you? And good thing we didn't do this for you. And, like, shut the fuck up. And, believe, and like, why? And then on the other side of it, when, like, a woman states that she wants a 995 nigga or she wants a nigga with a certain attributes, people just come in on her shit, on her shit, blowing her shit up. Why, as a culture, are we so mad when people state because their preference? Because it doesn't fit into the preference of who we are. Not me. I don't give a fuck. Live your life. As someone who's always telling women, date rich men, I clearly don't actually give a fuck because I'm going to do what I want to do. But what it really boils down to is not fitting into that preference and then wanting to fit into it. Because it, even, I think you're, you're right. Because even, because I remember this, I remember this whole thing. Uh, it was like you can date whoever you want just don't slander the other side right but then this one black guy like i think he's like a teenager or whatever he posted he had like this like cute oh he had the dude who posted his little girlfriend and all these people went on a like yeah and they started bashing his outfit and, and bashing and ba- his girl and it was just like and it was like all he did was he was boasting his girlfriend he didn't say anything like and they even like people were trying to find tweets like people were searching his tweets because that's what everybody does yeah. nigga ain't never said nothing and just like this is my girl I love her I love her and people just bash the fuck and I didn't even understand I thought it was a corny cute video when it, was, it, was, it, like, it was one of those things like he looked young he looked like he was like a, even, like a high, freshman in college at best at most right and it's just like this is my shorty and I'm proud of my shorty and it was just like and these people, some of these people, adults, getting, were just pissed uh, off. And I was like, sure they look like cottage. And I was like, and, 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 and it pissed me off because remember the one of the favorite lines of black feminist Twitter, so to speak, or black womanist Twitter is like, date who you want, just don't slander black women in the process, right? He didn't. And it was like, motherfuckers was looking for the receipt and didn't have a receipt. And they still just went on and this, you know, was like, slandered the fuck out of him and his girl. It was just like, and and and, and no one's perfect because niggas do it a lot too. But it's just like, it's not even a question. It's a, it's a statement at this point. Stop wasting your energy on people who don't want you and slash or don't give a fuck. That person's preference is that person's preference. That person's preference can't shouldn't negatively affect you unless you were trying to fuck that person. And even if you were, take that L, move on. Like I'm of the opinion that as long as whatever you're doing does not negatively affect what I'm doing, I could give two flying fucks what you do. As long as it doesn't stop my paper, prevent me from doing what I need to do, or like dirty Mac on me, do what you gotta do. Why can't pe- why can't more people adapt that? because uh, that's too much like right. But, because uh, I was going to get to vote like Snapchat filter thing. Okay, so first, like, Snapchat filters do make people look better. Let's look. Can we at least admit that? Yeah, they do. Okay. Maybe smoothing out my skin. Okay. I think that, I don't think anyone is expecting people to, like, walk around fucking heart, <laughs> hearts around them in real life. But Snapchat filters make people look better. Um. The same way IG filters do, same way like all that shit does. It just it, it's a fact of life, and if you combine that with with the right angles, like motherfuckers be looking a little 
a little different. Not crazily different, but like a little different. And the reason I say that, because I I I did I got the reverse catfish. Like I saw Shorty how Shorty looked in person, right? And then like I followed her on the gram and I was like, you look nothing like this on Instagram. Like what? And I, and I just remember me as a person being, I was like, if it was the other way around, I'd be low-key mad. Wait, <laughs> but, so what happened? So, like, I met Shorty in person first. Like, I actually met her, um, I met her, I met Shorty in person first. And not even on some romantic shit, just as, like, she, everyone was drinking. It was one of those weekends that, you know, everybody since night went out drinking. And, you know, we kind of linked up, we kicked it, you know what I'm saying, on some cool, cordial shit. Eventually, she was just like, you know, follow me on Instagram. So she gave me her Instagram name, and I followed it. And, and like, it's one of those that's, like, it's mostly headshots, but it's also, like, the angles and then the filters and, you know, like, the makeup and then, like, Shorty, and I mean this with no disrespect, Shorty looks a lot different on Instagram than she does in real life. But by, Does she look better on, in real life? She looks better on Instagram. But you met her first in real life, and mind you, this is not even a romantic thing because I didn't ever, I never shot my shot, I never wanted to for real, for real. But it was one of those things where it's like I can see how someone could would shoot her, shoot the shot on Instagram, meet her in person, and be like, "What happened?" Like that's a that's just a thing. Now, now that's not we got to come up with a different name because catfishing is when you're an entirely different person. But but like Shorty. Put it like this. Shorty was mad photogenic. I, I, I think that's the best way I can say it. She was mad photogenic. Have you ever been catfish in real life, though? I want, let's, let's answer this question before we get out of here. No. I have when I was young. I was like... <clears throat> so I was like... Um, it had to be in like late middle school or like freshman, sophomore year of high school. This is back before catfishing was like a national... Everyone knew what it was. Side note. They gotta be paying these people now who are on the catfish for TV show, right? But, but, but like this can't, this is no longer a real life phenomenon. This is niggas trying to get on TV, right? Because after like the first season, you would think people would understand like the the, uh, the red flags of this person. I may not be the same, but when I got catfish, it was a young nigga. I was like thir- 13, 14 years old, didn't know any better. So shorty, we had linked up through MySpace. Right, this is back when MySpace was like the popping social network. Linked up for MySpace, she lived in she lived like the next town over type shit, next neighborhood over, the next town over. And then so like we was linked, you know, this is back when you had that phone where you had to tap like seven four times to get the S button and shit, like all that. So we were linked, go through, and then she was like, she asked me if she could send me some pictures. I was like, sure, you know, I'm a young horny nigga, at like 14, 14, 15 years old. I'm like, fuck it, why not? And so then she so she emails the pictures to me, right? Because again, ain't no camera phones, whatever the fuck. Emails them to me, and I look at them. I'm like, okay, all right, like real, like racy type photos. This woman literally sent me pictures, like copy and pasted from a porn site, and sent them to me. And so, mind you, my young dumbass was like fourteen, fifteen years old, didn't really know any better because again I'm not heavily into porn where I can be like no and so like I remember just kind of going through the conversation speaking that this alleged porn star was a person I was talking to again young and dumb before 14 this is low key embarrassing but you know what fuck it we giving you content uh-huh. it was like young and dumb before 14 I'm thinking this like dope ass sexy ass person is meeting with me you know what I'm saying and so once so we finally set up like a meet 
if I get it's like at the small, right? Because again, I'm young and 14, 15 years old, so I can't really do too much else. We meet the mall, and I'm like, bitch, this ain't you. <laughs> Again, I'm sorry. But I, I've, I've, tried, I've tried really hard not to use the word bitch this entire episode. I felt like I was going really well. But I was like, this ain't you at all. Who the fuck is this? Instead of this person, it was just like, that was the first and last time I got catfish. When I was a young, I was a young dumb nigga. If you getting catfish in real life in 2018, it's low-key your fault. Cause you should know better. <laughs> am I am I like am I am I am I tripping? At, this point, yeah. at this point, you should know better. Like if that person put it like this, if you not if you talking to niggas who ain't got camera phones in the first place, that's the first red flag. Real life. Secondly, you know what I'm saying? If you talking to niggas who ain't got a Skype, ain't got a ain't got a FaceTime, ain't got nothing, that's the that's the first, second, and third red flag. Like what? The, it's 2018. Even the, even a shitty phone's got cameras. Any other thing you want to add? Catch to... me in the mall. No, I'm not catching you nowhere. Right <laughs> oh, you said Beyonce and Jay-Z on the run. I'm going twice. That's all that matters. All right, yeah, the Beehive, y'all got to chill with this whole slander. Y'all real disrespectful. Real, real disrespectful. No, cheating ass niggas real disrespectful, but whatever. Look. Cheating ass niggas one thing. Disrespect to this nigga's musical fucking career is another. I don't know what I'm saying. And look. I'm not going to the on the run tour because I just saw the nigga. I just saw Jay Z in Cleveland when he did 444, and I'm not a big enough Beyonce fan to pay that to pay that Beyonce tax to see him again with with Beyonce involved. I'm not that big of a fan. It's not. Um, another thing that happened was weird is when I was talking about Beyonce, niggas were like messaging me like, "Yo, like all you do is talk about Beyonce, like." That's another, like, why are you imposing your opinion You when you could have just clicked on and gone about your day? The mute, the mute button and the, and, and the mute keywords is a lifesaver. Like, you're very mad about something you don't have to be mad about. And I think, I think most of niggas just don't realize that you make a mute words. Like, like, truth be told, when Beyonce, like, put the pics up, put the pregnancy pics up, I muted the word Beyonce for a solid two weeks. Cause I was like, I don't really give a fuck about this. The way that y'all give a fuck. So I'm just, instead of me complaining that y'all give a fuck, I'm just gonna remove all the tweets that show me y'all give a fuck. Very simple. Less, less angry. Everybody wins. So like, niggas What niggas who complain about like what? Yeah, like the like. People in general who just want to complain about the autonomy of other people, like people expressing their autonomy, like. Why go out of your way to say, like, this home, this girl, and I woke up on and got on Twitter, and this girl posted was like, and to all you people who made fun of me because I was homeless while you was working at Arby's, that Gabby <laughs> girl, and she was like, I'm waiting on five letters to back from med school. Like, first of all, you haven't gotten in yet. You're still waiting. But I just simply retweeted it with a comment was like, if you have to down other people to big up yourself, are Shut you really that happy? And she was like, she called me a hater. I said, bitch, I don't, well, I didn't call her a bitch. I try not to. So I said, hun, I actually don't know you at all. The only time I ever see you retweeted onto my timeline is when you're trying to go out of your way to make yourself feel better for somebody who's made fun of you in the past. Congrats on your endeavors, but you're not, you don't look happy to me. 
She didn't say nothing back. I know she's not she. She was the one who lied about getting in the yeah. school, isn't she? She like one. you've been called out multiple times. Don't get in my mentions. I don't even follow you. <laughs> and she, she, I remember she, she, she tried to like tiptoe her way into my mentions too. Like, shorty, beloved, beloved, but I don't me, fucking know you calming yourself down. Who, like, I was like, who the fuck are you talking to? First of all, bitch, like, beloved, beloved, beloved. Be listen. Be happy in your accomplishments, even though. I, whether they real or not real, if they real to you, be happy. Just, 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 just know that everybody can tell you're not happy with. And life. shut the fuck up and leave people alone. I've never in my life had to feel like I gotta go back and say all of that to make myself feel better about it, what I got. It, it be like it be like that. It be like the rappers who always want to lie. They never said they never find out I made it, niggas. Them the rappers that be like my fourth grade teacher told me what was it? your fourth grade teacher didn't show that. Shut up, you're here now. Like and first of all, even if your fourth grade teacher told you that, like. Let the fourth like be all right. Like, and first of like, what what did you do for your fourth grade teacher? Be like, you wish I know a lot of teachers. They they not just out of it. Out some of these teachers do not need them guns. Most of these teachers don't need them guns. Listen, there's teachers I'm friends with who I wouldn't want armed because when I would see their mugshot on TV, like so and so, shot up a shot up a Cincinnati public school. Listen, kiss me in the mouth. Don't give teachers guns. That's I feel like that's the most political I'm gonna get for today. Don't give teachers guns. It's a bad idea. Um, anything else you want to touch on before we want to no, get, get the fuck out of? Everything. All right. Okay. Moral little story. Ohio weather needs to get its shit together. Yo, that was crazy today. It was snowing, and then it just and then it got sunny again. It was just like no lol, JK. And then also daylight saving time. It was sunny when I pulled up to record. We we were using for like the winter time. You know, I've been looking at that. I was like, damn, like it's still sunny out. Yeah, for the wintertime, when we pull up to the studio, it's dark as fuck. Like, it was sunny. Light's still out, so spring's coming. Um, I think next week we're going to do the breakup, the breakup playlist, because it, I'm smelling breakups in the air. Oh, my God. And hopefully I get to come back here, and either I will let you guys know we're taking this another week, or I'm going <laughs> strong with that breakup song. Listen, so breakup playlist next week, 20 songs from each of us. Best breakup songs. Best breakup songs, and and, you know... Start putting in your request now. We should put in for for the for the best breakup songs. Um, signing out. It's it's your boy C Diddy, aka uh, Kyrie Curving, and my co-host Steph. You know, one day this won't be my weekly diary of how I talk myself out of bed. Maybe. To be continued. We out. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. What I'm trying to say is I like you, but it's complicated. Yeah. Foundation on all my pillows. Stick a tender face is flawless when the sky kiss you. Should I bury you in compliments or buy gifts or?